<laughs> I'm going to text him that. My dad's at a conference and he showed up for CouncilCast. <laughs> they have a, right next to where we were tonight, they have a medical research facility. And I asked yeah. the president of the company, I said, you suppose I could get a tour of that? Because you know it's over there. It's like there are probably a bunch of rats and monkeys and stuff they're experimenting on. Yeah. And I'm like, can I get a tour of that? And he said, heck yeah, I can get you a tour over there. What? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Cool. Said, you just find some time tomorrow, which there's no time on our schedule. I said, I'll make time. If you set it up, I'll be there. Which I'd be skipping out on something he'd be doing. So. <laughs> All right, and we're live. Nice. Ah! <laughs> Welcome to the Council Cast. This is episode 85, where we will not be torturing monkeys in our sleep. Uh, but it is being recorded. Speak on for yourself. June, <laughs> June 25th, 2019. Uh, the Council is now in session, and as with every week, we'll make arbitrary decisions on topics about science technology, and random shit with little background and next to no expertise. All council cast decisions are final and have no bearing on anything whatsoever. Zero. Unless you're a monkey. <laughs> then you will be tortured. <clears throat> you might be in trouble. Unless you live on the moon, which has an anomaly beneath the surface. An anomaly? Did they finally find the uh, Transformers? <clears throat> they Decepticon. They did. That's what I read. This is pretty dope. Dope. <clears throat> apparently, so the, it, apparently, researchers have discovered that there is something solid buried 180 miles beneath the moon's surface. <laughs> I love how they took this picture <clears throat> from uh, from 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but apparently it weighs 4.8 quintillion pounds or apparently many, 350 million times as heavy as the Great Pyramid of Giza. How many Texases is it though? Well, it's 17 zeros. That's what a quintillion is, by the way, if you didn't know that. Oh, nice. Push up your nerd glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up the weight of Texas. <laughs> Um, we got to yeah. figure this out. The, the the worst I got was Texas Weight Loss Center. That was my first result. Weight limits for movement with a Texas permit. We can now, I know China went to the backside of the moon where this is, where they looked <clears> for <throat> this thing. It might have been. The dark side of the moon? Here's Maybe the they the Texas there. squat bar. 55 pounds, in case you're wondering, not 45. I guess the question is, how deep do you dig underneath Texas, right? All of it, all the way, yeah. Down all to the, the down to the core. Duh. Right down to the point where it's as heavy as this thing. Well, there, it is the same weight as Texas. Then, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorted. That's so heavy. how did how did China put it there then? Oh. Well, you know, it's either it's either a, an asteroid that hit or a meteor that hit there, or it's just how the moon was made. What Nobody if there's really life? Knows. What if there's life under? Like, what if it's like a metal, like or robots? Like it's a well, no, it's like, like a, a civilization. It's a civilization <laughs> living under the moon. Like they were living there, and then 
the moon started to get cold and like the atmosphere was depleting. So they dug down, they made a melt metal shelter that was airtight and they have like trees and plants in there. So they're creating their own oxygen. They have a mental mini, uh, ecosphere, ecos, bios, a little biosphere. It's biosphere with Polly shore biodome. That's what it is. Bio-dome. What if it's biodome? <sighs> Does anybody else see a smiley face in the craters? Thumbs up for biodome. So it sounds like they think that it could be part of the asteroid that created the moon. So that's pretty sweet. Was the moon part of Earth? Well, according to these scientists, it is. How do we know? Oh, they're guessing. Okay. Yeah, but the picture of them digging wasn't actually them digging. Like all 2001 A Space Odyssey. They were guessing. I thought it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Let me go look at it again because I wasn't looking. I was looking up the st- the weight of the state of Texas. <laughs> maybe maybe we should look up instead like the how much do the people in the state of Texas weigh? Like if we put them all in a giant <laughs> sling. All I know is that the stars are bright. Stars at night. Are at midnight. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> yeah, I think this is it's pretty cool find, but uh, I, I think I'm going to have to give it a thumbs down because it's not Transformers. We don't know that yet. Had they find it? I don't know. Did they find what's under there? They just detected that there's a lot of metal. They detected, but I want to know. They just hmm. detected. Okay, well... Uh, for Matt, since he's not here, thumbs up for space. Seems thumbs up. Cool. Pretty cool. Logan? Thumbs down. Okay. 50-50. It's, it's thumbs down because the moon causes such a gravitational pull. 50-50. Moving on. All of our oceans. <laughs> it's got to be a pretty dense object. That's all. That's... Maybe it's all that metal that creates the gravitational pull. Yeah, what if the moon is really light? Except for that big metal chunk in the middle. Light and fluffy. Yeah. Like, that big metal magnet. So yeah, what if it's a magnet? Is it a magnet? It would be a pretty strong magnet. I don't know. where. Who makes the strongest magnet? The world's strongest magnet. Who makes that? <laughs> Do you think if they turned it on, they could pull the moon towards the Earth? <laughs> I mean, if the magnet were strong enough, yes. Well, is 45.5 Tesla magnet strong enough? I don't know. We'll find out right after the break. <laughs> so apparently, Do you ever feel bloated? Do you ever feel like you can't fart or you're farting too much? Get Gasex. <laughs> now, so, oh, back man. to your originally programmed program. So I'm still trying to figure out how much does an average Texan weigh? <laughs> <laughs> it's more than the rest of the country. And I, I, I stumbled on a site that is about the uh, most obese cities in the u.s and in the top 10 most obese there are two from texas oh so, no way they definitely are the, 
heaviest people. In the top but 10, does, anyway. But it doesn't tell me what they weigh. Um, so, anyway. Matt says you win this round. <clears throat> Brian. So the scientists at the National High Magnetic Field Laboratory, mm. or MagLab, yep. have apparently started up the world's strongest magnet. Not the moon's strongest magnet. <clears throat> Not the moon's strongest magnet. I want a video. Did they make one? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but the picture of it doesn't really look like a magnet. So It looks like an LED. I feel um, really drawn to this story. <laughs> so oh. the uh, magnet that they made they, they actually previously Sorry. have been running the, the world's strongest continuous magnet which is uh, apparently 45 teslas or about 10 times stronger than a hospital mri machine and they now announced that they created a higher powered one that is 45.5 teslas so okay. it will literally rip metal out of your person if you you know had a piercing or yep a metal limb yep so let's oh, say or if you have a terminator from the future would we really want the moon to be attracted to wait i strike that we want the moon to crash into florida so turn it on why have this magnet holy crap apparently it takes 31 megawatts of power to run the magnet how many double a's is that <laughs> 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 it depends on what voltage it's running at. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but I would wonder if you could turn this on, would it, if you had like five of these, do you think it could attract the moon? Um, maybe, maybe it might be like a 10,000 of these. Mm, be One lot. million of these. That'd be my guess. So you'd need a, like 31 million megawatts of power. How'd you calculate that so quickly? <laughs> <laughs> did did it say did it say in the last article that I didn't read? No. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, that's pretty cool, I guess. I I just uh, hope that nobody has a um, metal implant when they turn it on and standing next to it. Hmm. They apparently call it the little big coil. Three. I wonder what they can. What I, I don't. I, I'm trying to read this article and figure out what they're doing with it, and I don't know. <laughs> they're just they're just dicking around with magnets. <laughs> they're throwing paper clips up in the air and watching them all zoom across the room really fast. And hey, Silas, this is a rough estimate, but it's uh, 578,150 AA batteries would create 30 megawatts of power. <laughs> no, 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 no. 30 megawatts per hour? Of power. Yes, hour? yes. One megawatt of power is 18,650 batteries, give or so take. We need right, 56,000 batteries? Uh, 500. 500,000? Yeah. 565. 560,000 batteries? So... That sounds about right. Yeah. And how long would that turn it on for? Like one hour. One hour. For, oh, one hour. Yeah. What could you? What would you do with it on for an hour? I really think that throwing the paper clips in the air would be the best idea. Batteries. Oh, wait, wait, wait. This is great. This is a great thing. We can power this on. We can attract 
all kinds of metal objects. Can we program it to attract specific objects? Like if I need a zip tie? No, listen to this. You have a metal detector at the beach, right? What if you just had a magnet at the beach? We get rich real fast. There's a lot of people with piercings. I'm not sure that's a good idea. Is gold <laughs> magnetic? No. No. No, well, never mind about that then. There's yeah, actually... You walk away from the beach with a lot of cheap, worthless steel. You think yep. you could pick up a bunch of people's dropped paper clips on the beach? Yes, that's a that's a hazard. Save the turtles. I'm serious. Know. So magnets are cool. Thumbs up. Just for the like fact that they created something so powerful, I mean, that's just really cool. I'm sure they'll come up with some kind of weird use for it. So good for them. So the only thing I can figure out that they're doing with it is using this magnet to make even stronger magnets. So thumbs up. Oh, so like pretty one mag, like when you charge. Pretty soon our planet will be run by magnets. <laughs> yep. This will allow for flying cars. Well, what? you can use magnets with superconductors, so then they could increase power storage at, um, at like green energy, like plants, like uh, turbines or solar storage or something. If you have a, a higher powered magnet, you can magnetize your superconductor to hold huh. more to take on a higher load. Well, too bad they might use all that power just to power the magnet. I know that's kind of the. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Quite a quite a bit of energy to, to power on this magnet, eh? Apparently, it's uh, more more power than the output of some nuclear submarines. So, just what's, put that in perspective. Wow. What's this Redco? Rare earth barium copper oxide. Yes. There you go. Thumbs up, up, dude. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Be cool if you could program it to get like whatever you want it, like zip ties. And like, I wonder if you could use it to help mine Facebook's new cryptocurrency. Oh, I mean, that is a precious metal, it is. <laughs> so, apparently, Facebook is now releasing a cryptocurrency, and I'm wondering, are they too late? Too late like, for cryptocurrency? The, tr yeah. the train has left the station. I don't know that it has because here's the reason why they are the third largest country. If you were to consider them a country, Facebook, they have that many people on their platform that it doesn't matter if they're late to the game, they hold all the cards. <laughs> so I think that they will rival um, Bitcoin. So the and, and that's an interesting comment because I thought this was kind of silly to start with, and I'm like, really more cryptocurrency. But the thing that gets me is that they actually have a bunch of people on board. They've got Mastercard, Visa, eBay, PayPal, Stripe, Spotify, Uber, Lyft, all people who are looking to who are going to support this, I guess. So that makes me even far fetch. <clears throat> that makes me leery that like they actually could pull something off here. But huh. what can I do with my Libra coin? Hmm. What can I you do with cards for other people? Is it just you, so that I can send money to people through Facebook chat? You can buy a whole bunch of stuff on Facebook. And then if MasterCard gets online, on board with it, that starts to mean that you could probably um, 
you could probably use your Facebook money at the store on your MasterCard. Mm. So it actually get... mainstreams Bitcoin. It, it mainstreams cryptocurrency way faster than any other path. I, yeah. I, how do you get this, though? Like, do you have to buy it? They'll have us do some kind of mining crap. They'll probably have <laughs> us watch ads is probably what they'll do. Watch an ad, get a coin. Watch an ad, get a coin. Wow, I'm a millionaire. I just sit around watching ads all day long. And so it's it's off of the backs of advertisers and businesses. And do you want to, uh, or they'll actually allow you to probably use it on their site as well, which makes, um, which strengthens it because there'll be more times that it's being used, right? So, wow, this person, um, you know, the exchange rate will probably be better at first. And so a bunch of people will buy it up and then you would be able to use it to pay for, you know, boosting posts and advertising on their platform. Hmm. And wow, look, there were 700 billion purchases made with Libra last year. Hot diggity dog. You should buy some Libra today. And it's just going to get circulated. And uh, then people will start using it at the grocery store because they have it loaded on a MasterCard or a Visa. So the, the weird could, thing about this in the whole. Or it'll just be a scan with your phone. The, yeah. The, the thing with the cryptocurrency, though, is just like Bitcoin. Like, like to your point, it might be really cheap to begin with. But <clears throat> eventually, if it does become like, I don't know how they are going to determine the value of it. But like Bitcoin, the prices went, they just skyrocketed. So like if you had a Bitcoin when you started out and you bought yep. like the guy who bought a pizza for like half a Bitcoin when it first came out, like if you're the person who received that half a Bitcoin and didn't do anything with it, like all of a sudden you had thousands of dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. So how, do, how I, what I'm curious about is how are they going to control that? that value like how are they going to control it so that it doesn't just get out of control so like if i give you a libre or libra whatever today like would tomorrow that be worth twice as much as what i just paid you well i guess the question is how are how is like how are governments managing the the um price of like the the worth of the dollar they're not versus off people's student loans <laughs> versus, well yeah but maybe maybe with all the these pound uh, financial Maybe with all these financial institutions involved with the start of this cryptocurrency, there will be some more thought and control about the amount that it's worth, its value. They, they, yeah. they said that it's going to be backed by something of intrinsic value, but I'm not sure what the gold is. standard. They're going to the gold standard. If it's the iron nickel standard, they can go up to the moon and mine all they want. <laughs> I'm wondering. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I have to say a thumbs down to made up money. To fake, to funny money. Yeah. Funny oh, money. It, it's not. It's not even. They just all of a sudden decided one day. You know what? We're gonna make up money. It's like when you're kids and you went, "This is now money." It's just silliness. I mean, I get that it's. I get that it could be worth a lot of actual dollars, but. <clears throat> Thumbs down to cryptocurrency. Yeah, but this is exactly what that's exactly the way people responded to paper money when that came out in the United States. No one trusted that it was real. And that's why they created the Iron Bank or whatever they did. <laughs>
I mean, I don't remember the exact history, but I'm pretty sure that's accurate. <laughs> I remember when the first dollar bill was printed, and it was not that big a deal. Um, yeah, nobody trusted that it was, and that's why they centralized. That's what it was because each of the states were printing their own money, and then they and then no one trusted that it was worth anything. So they still were just trading in gold, and then they said we need a centralized bank so that everyone will trust that this is worth something. And it used to be backed by gold until it wasn't anymore, and now it's backed by the reputation of the United States more or less. Correct me if I'm wrong, or if you know more than me. Change my mind. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to give it a thumbs up because I think that it is going to be zappity. I, well, I feel I, that I'm, if we add an additional currency to the United States. Uh, um, I just, I just feel like I'm, I'm going to make less money. I feel like I might be making more, like the number will be bigger, but it will cover far less. What, what about the people who don't have Facebook or don't want to be on Facebook because of everything else? Like, what if this just blows up and people can't do anything anymore? Oh, like, like it's the only form of money? Well, yeah. Like, do you have to be a Facebook? Like you said, like maybe Facebook just becomes its own country. You have to be part of Facebook in order to buy things. I don't know. I mean, to be able to use the currency, possibly. But my guess is they're going to make it accessible to people outside of <clears throat> Facebook because businesses are going to start using it. And then it's an international currency, right? It's an international currency. So if you're traveling, you don't have to worry about an exchange rate because they accept Libra. So you pay with Libra for your groceries in the U.S., and you buy all your crap, and then you go on vacation over in uh, uh, the UK, which the it, the pound is going down, but it's still worth more than the dollar. But your Libra is worth exactly the same. So you get to spend it the same as if you're in the United States as, as you were in um, yeah, the UK. And so there's no, there's no downside. But you buy it for the same price. Like, would a loaf of bread in the United States be the same amount of Libra as a loaf of bread in the UK in Libra? Oh, that's a good question. Like, or would they just mark it up because they know that their currency is stronger anyway? That's a good question. I think that it's still going to be based <clears throat> off of. I think that those the prices of items around the world are still going to be um, based off of the main currencies of those countries until this becomes the predominant currency. I think it'll be a player in the system, but I don't know that we're anywhere near just having one centralized currency for the entire world. And could Facebook do that? Maybe. It'd be interesting to see a private entity make a um, money system that's for everyone. I think that we would more likely have something set up through the UN or something like that where everyone gets together and agrees, yep, just time to have one centralized money system makes the most sense for all of us. So I but, feel like if that was going to happen, that would have happened by now. I, I don't know that it would have happened by now. I mean, all of there's just a lot of... Uh, I, I think that we're still you know, multiple um, generations away from that happening because we just need to get to the point where people aren't mad at each other about everything 
and uh, we'll get to the point where it makes. I mean, think about what what are what are international trade laws going to do? We're going to put tariffs on you so that you uh, you know have to pay more for goods, even though it doesn't matter because the dollar and is you know the money is the money is the money. Um, it just starts to make it leads to a situation where there's more cooperation throughout the world because it benefits everyone to make money at the same rate rather than I can get ahead of you or whatever. So, Well, the other thing is that um, Libra apparently has a, a fiscal reserve. Um, so if you lose faith in the value of the... Libra, you can trade it back in for cash in whatever currency you wish. So it when has. Is this, when is this going live? Is it already a real thing? It's not live yet. I'm not sure, actually. <clears throat> it sounds like they just announced it, but I don't know. It says in 2020, so whatever that means. You know, I'm going to give it a thumbs down because I don't know enough about it yet. And also because the symbol kind of looks like waves for water. So I don't like it. <laughs> thumbs down for centralized <laughs> currencies. Um, you know what? Thumbs up for there being more money. I know that's not how it works. <laughs> sure. Like a checkbook. <clears throat> when you run out that. of checks, you've run out of money. So if you had Libra coin, would you, you still wouldn't be able to buy the new Galaxy Fold? Because apparently AT&T and Samsung have been canceling all of the orders. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a super poorly designed product. <laughs> the, the concept of it is fantastic. The execution was not. Horrible. No, no. I know. The concept wasn't even fantastic. I mean, what they were trying to go for was this holographic, like, futuristic approach all they made was a glowing folding piece of crap like no that's just it the execution was bad the idea <laughs> yeah. was fantastic i'm saying if you can fold it open so that you have a like it, think about the possibility if they had that set up you could eventually have a a phone that folds down like this size and then it starts getting thinner so you can fold it out and then you have a you know a full size tablet what I think that you'd be able to sit out and do real stuff on, but you know, what I it's want like, like spectral laser points so that when you open it up, the lasers like cross points and you see all these little intersection dots that create an image above the, the folding part, not just another stupid <sighs> screen. If it's going to open up, make it project something. Give me a pop up book or something. Come on, like, haha. <laughs> I, I like the idea because it reminds me of the phones and devices that they have in Westworld. Oh, uh, yeah which are sweet because they fold down to be like these really, really small phones, like you said, but then they open up these giant tablets. And I think that's the idea here. And I, I agree. I like the idea. Yep. I don't need it to be a hologram display. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I'm going to need a hologram display until it actually works right. <laughs> but, but the whole, like from what I heard is that the, the build quality on this is just absolutely garbage because the, the screen has to have a plastic cover so it's not glass on it, and so that it has to be plastic so that they can actually fold it. Yeah. But part of the problem is that when you have something that folds, 
uh, it has to that 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 hinge area has to stretch or move a little bit. And so the way that Samsung did that was that they just allowed it to bend away from the body of the phone, and it like created cracks that shit could fall into. What? And so when you open it back up, things would get stuck under like between the back of the screen and the phone's case, and it would like crack the screens. Oh it's gosh. like, how did nobody like think not this. think of that? Yeah. <laughs> like they thought of, they're like, oh yeah, you know, here we're, we're going to fold the phone like a million times because there's not and show you that there's not going to like create a crease or anything like that. But we didn't think about putting crap and pocket lint down the sides of it where yeah. it's completely open and exposed. Yeah, yeah. if they had just given it to fifty average Americans and let them keep it for a month, they would have gotten them all back broken. Well, that's what they did. That is what happened <laughs> after after they were already ready to go to market. Yeah, they gave it to all the reviewers, and all the reviewers basically were like, uh, "My phone's broke after like two days." Casey Neistat had one. He kept texting about it, posting. I don't know if any of you know who he is. A Twitter, a guy on YouTube. He's a he's in New York. Logan, do you ever run into him? Oh yeah, he, should just, he should just swing by. Have he's, him swing by for the council cast. No, no, you see, it's Casey. I swing by him. He's right around the corner. He is. I go to him. I go to him. Um, so he had one. He was messaging about it. He's like, this <clears throat> phone is, is fantastic. I never saw him say one bad thing about it, but I also don't follow him that closely. So he may have, like, two days after that been like, well, it was fantastic until it broke. <laughs> so anyway, the AT&T is now canceled. Like, basically because of that, the phone's never came to the real public and now that they're now they're just canceling everybody's orders so well they're keeping the money though i take it uh, i didn't pre-order uh no they will get money back and they will also receive a hundred dollar promotional card oh. which can be placed to for another order once samsung finally has a release date so you get a hundred dollars off the phone if it ever comes back well, that's nice. I, like getting Kohl's cash that you have to use within the next seven days after you just bought <laughs> all of the clothes that you need. Hmm. I say thumbs up for phone innovation <sighs> because they'll eventually get it right and it'll be really cool. Yeah. By the time they get it right, it'll be a thumbs, projection. Thumbs up to thumbs up for for the for bringing the flip phone back, <laughs> technology cyclical. I've told you guys this several times. I'm gonna say thumbs down because I think that they Samsung should have just like shipped them as kids' toys and said, "Here you go." I would have bought fifty. <laughs> used nice. used one on every trip that we took over the next five years. It would have been a great little. It would have worked for all of five minutes. $20 tops. <clears throat> Would have been sweet. Thumbs down. Uh, how, how many How many of you are fed up with reading end-user agreements and uh, clicking accept on them all the time? I, I have it. never officially read one, but I click OK that I have all the time. So have you been... probably wouldn't have any issue with accepting the uh, end-user agreement for the paper towel dispenser? What? <laughs> So apparently, a uh, Torque, probably one of the one of the uh, biggest producers of paper towel dispensers, has a uh, EULA, an end user license agreement, 
right on it if you use it. The piece of the toilet paper? This is like like paper towels like oh. uh, that you dry your hands off with or something. So it's written right on the piece of paper so, that... So it has like a sticker on it that says, this dispenser is the property of SCA Tissue North America and is loaned for dispensing only Torque branded refills. Oh my. SCA prohibits the sale, modification, filling, or use of this dispenser with non-Torque branded products and will enforce its rights under applicable laws or agreements. Wow. <laughs> How many people have they prosecuted? I have no idea. I I don't know how they would ever find this out. Like, do I mean, they just they have, have like, the... people who come around to random restaurants and just like, oh, I gotta check your paper towel dispenser. Well, I mean, it's a, it's maybe not a very it's not a very well known fact, but the paper towel police are quite. Um, yeah, I have no idea where I'm going with that. Yeah, I mean it's a simple like tracking, right? Like good. You use so many hand towels a day, so you know over a order cycle of a month or something. Hey, you should have ordered this many from us. You haven't ordered from us. Yeah, but I, I mean, what prompted them to put that on there, and what good is it going to do? It just I mean, seems like silliness. I mean, it's obvious that they want to sell you the paper towels because that's where the real money is, is the towels, well, yeah. not the actual dispenser, I guess. Yeah. I feel like they have some legal recourse if you use the wrong kind of paper towel and they find it out. Like, what would happen? Like, would it just not work? Like, are they going to embed these little sensors to know if they do use the right one or not? Phone tone. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, it has a it it has a yeah, I don't know. This seems it seems, seems pretty like, ridiculous. It seems like that they're just hoping that somebody will they'll catch somebody doing it the wrong way, using the wrong product. Because they you don't have to buy those things. They lay they lend them to you. The author of this article says that he did a study, uh, reported on a study a while back to see um, or a study that was trying to prove which was the better method to dry your hands, which seems like a stupid study. Wipe them on your pants and be done with it. But each study was sponsored by a big corporate backer like Dyson or Eurotissue or Tissue Symposium or um, you name it. But he said that they all use dodgy methodology to speak to smear the competition. Um, I mean, it's so, freaking paper towels, man. Come on. Some soak up water, some don't. <sighs> Deal with it. I'll, if it doesn't, I'll use another one. That just seems lame. A big thumbs down. <laughs> I give this a thumbs down, too. I think this is absolutely ridiculous. I, I think it up. is necessary. Thumbs I up. I give it a thumbs up if it required the person pulling the tissue out to accept the end of your license agreement. You want to you want to pull it out? You have to hit accept every single time. Pull out a sheet. I accept. Pull out another. I I mean that's the only way I would say thumbs up to this. Cool. All right. <clears throat> well, the last thing for tonight is uh, real life mech warriors. Um, have you guys seen the show BattleBots? You guys remember watching that at all? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> kind of. Yeah. 
I think they just brought it back to like a new new version of it or something. Oh, it um, hasn't been it hasn't been taken down. They just put on a different channel. Oh well, the 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 thing that you can yes, remember yeah, about them yeah, was yeah. that they destroyed like the other robots. Yeah, and so it's kind of like well, that was a sweet robot, and the other dude just destroyed me, which is kind of not cool. So there's these guys who make mech robots. And they use them to destroy cities instead of battling each other. So it's kind of like Godzilla, kind of. <laughs> well, look at this thing, though. Like, it's very capable. Like, you could build this on a much larger scale. Oh, yeah. You really could. Oh, yeah. It could be a giant war <laughs> thing. I mean, make it the size of a tank, right? And make it out of material the same as a tank. And then you have something horrifying. <laughs> yeah. So, and these things, like, they go around and they, they battle each other. So they're still fighting, but they have different objectives. And they don't destroy the robots at the end, which is pretty they're just sweet. only shooting, like, gumballs at each other, though. Oh, my gosh. There are so many videos. <laughs> yeah, there, there are a ton of videos. They've been doing this a very long time. Yeah. Whoa. Way back to 2016. This is awesome. You can watch that first video. Yeah, it kind of looks like they're like little airsoft guns almost on the on the robots. Yeah. Oh, they have a tournament bracket here. Listed. Oh, yeah. Airsoft firing rifles. There you go. Huh. So if you want, I think they've got a couple of these. Could you put a flamethrower on one of these things? Probably. Just burn up the city instead of keep it down? I mean, obviously, yes. <laughs> what they need is one of Elon Musk's uh, flamethrowers that be about the right size for these things. Yeah, probably. Pretty close. Also, one of his vacuum cleaners on there. Uh, vacuum leaf cleaners? Leaf, leaf blower. Leaf blowers. There you go. Oh, they have a sumo match, even. Your robot can fight a sumo. This one guy's is made out of metal. This other guy's is taped together with yellow duct tape. <laughs> That's. I think this is. I think these. I think this group just was. Is that a stapler? I think Looks this, like group this thing has giant staplers. From all the guys who failed at BattleBots. Probably. <laughs> oh, my robot got destroyed. Let's 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 make a robot game where we don't destroy each other's robots. <laughs> Thumbs up. This looks cool. Yeah this, yeah, this looks like a lot of fun. Get lost in this rabbit hole for hours. I, I agree. Thumbs up. Robots are cool. <clears throat> what if they had like cameras on the robots and then you wore like a VR headset and then you could like act like you're in the robot? I think oh, that would be better. Yeah. I give it a thumbs up if they do that. They just need to find a way to stabilize the image because the stuff they got right now is pretty shaky. Well, I'm sure they can figure it out. I'm sure that uh, Elon Musk could probably figure it out. Yeah, I have a really good pitch for him this week. Digital stabilization isn't a thing yet, so it'll take him a while. Well, I think that he can figure it out, and it would be really cool, and then everybody can ride around in their little robots. So you want Elon Musk to make real battle bots? <laughs> make real battle bots, yes. Thumbs up for that idea. And then I can sit at home in my underwear while I go to the grocery store in my battle bot. 
And you'd be like, it'll be like, you have to pay, sir. And you'll be like, I'm in a battle bot. Just give me the groceries. Be like, yeah, so's the guy behind you. Hey, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and oh, so have, am I. They would have their own security battle bots. <laughs> yeah. I don't have an Elon pitch, but I think real battle bots is is amazing. I would go with that. My pitch for Mr. Musk this week. Oh, sorry, were we done voting? No, thumbs up. Go ahead. All right. Uh, my pitch, uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, the digital streaming um, movie library service, Ultraviolet, has uh, gone out of business, and they are shutting it down. What? what? I have Ultraviolet movies. I know. Well, you have the movie series Ultraviolet, <laughs> which is different, but, no, but you also I have it on Ultraviolet. Ultraviolet. Uh... So um, I want Elon Musk to make a replacement for this. I want there to be something out there that is useless at keeping all of my movies somewhere that is, is um, inconvenient, and I want it to be expensive. That's what I want him to invent. So in ultra online. Wait, is it online or not? It's online. No, no, local local disc connected to the network. <laughs> local storage unit connected to your local network, which you have to VPN into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Logan, what's your pitch? Either a magnet that attracts whatever you program it to or um, a holographic phone. Okay, so two, yeah, thumbs up for one of them and thumb down for the other one. That's, that's what I got. You've seen that episode of Rick and Morty, right? A magnet that kills redheads? It was Morty's Mind Blowers. I, I remember my, Morty's Mind Blowers. I don't remember that specific one. Rick types in on the magnet, zip ties, and a thousand zip ties go to the magnet. And then he walks away, and Morty goes over and types in redheads and all these girls. Oh, stuff. yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I got to watch the one where uh, the zip tie thing. Um, he makes a love potion for oh, yeah. Morty. Yeah, but it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> And creates a bunch of Cronenbergs. Cronenberg. Oh, ruined this world. We got to go to another one. The zip tie thing is super handy, though. Right? I got it fixed. Kind of, sort of. Where'd we lose Blaine? I don't know. We lost Blaine. We lost Blaine the host. Somehow we're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> this episode has to go on forever now. We just have to sit here and keep talking. Blaine, come back. Blaine said this episode is. This conversation is stupid. We're They're talking about Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. I'm not having any more of this. My, my guess is his internet went out, but your option is equally as optionable. Oh, man, we have to vamp now. Like, we can't turn it off. No, we're we like at the end of the episode. The episode that never ended because Blaine left. <laughs> it was a dark, cold, wintry's eve. That's graphic. Call me Ishmael. Let's see here. 
Oh man. I'm I'm calling all my Facebook friends, so they'll they'll be here shortly to watch that'd be, them. That'd be great. Um, let's open it up for questions. Um, to any of our people watching right now. Oh, looks Blaine's like, back. Looks like there's one person watching. Oh, Blaine's oh, back. Uh, we can end the show. <laughs> it was still <laughs> live, Blaine. It was still live. I panicked. We started, we got off track and we started talking about. Yeah, we panicked and we renamed magic. it. It's no longer Caltocast. I don't know why you left. We didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> it's now a cooking show. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know what to start. <laughs> All right. So Everything think... ramen is what it's called now. Everything ramen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So I think before I, I I think that's Brian's pitch. Is that what I heard? Um, yes, he wants he wants Elon Musk to change our show to a cooking show about ramen. <laughs> Not everything ramen. Everything ramen. Council cast good, to good clarification. Show about everything. Wait, raw men? We can't hear Blaine at all. Yes, yeah. it's about raw men. <laughs> Yes. It's a, it's a cooking show that's just a bunch of naked guys cooking food. It's called Nothing But Ramen. Can you hear Blaine? Not just cooking, cooking food, but cooking ramen noodles. Ramen. ramen. Cooking ramen. I got a show about everything raw men cooking ramen. <laughs> I'm just I, I take it Brian can't hear me. <laughs> no, I can't hear you anymore. So, <laughs> all right. Um, and then Silas, I, I got yours was uh, set up an online video service that lets you rent physical discs in a data center that you can conveniently watch whenever you want. Yeah, inconveniently watch whenever you want. Oh, inconveniently watch. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I got a real one for him. I want him okay. just to bring back the gold standard. <laughs> bring back the gold standard. Do it, Elon. You can do it. Elon would like to bring back some gold standard. He's hurting for money. Bring back the gold standard. What do you call it? What do you call it? Musk coin. Yes. Call it, I uh, buy some Musk coin. He. Uh, yeah. Or would it be the Tesla coin? It would be. Uh, no. It'd be. Um, Musk bucks. Yes, Musk bucks. Musk. <laughs> Musk bucks. Perfect. Thin gold plate. Musk bucks. Oh. Oh boy! Oh, good, good. I feel really good about all of this. All right, I think this will definitely happen. And uh, Matt's pick of the week is he's still working on it. So yeah, there's just... Should we just tweet to Elon every time Matt says still working on it that he's still working on an idea? I don't know. He, I think he blocked us. Oh, he's not on Twitter anymore. D did he get kicked off? No, I oh, think he, he left. Isn't that what we heard last week? Yeah, he left Twitter. Oh. Probably for the better. Maybe find someone else new to tweet then. No, we can still tweet at Musk. Maybe we can oh, wait, maybe he's serious. Kardashians to get him off. To get we, them off Twitter. We we definitely tried this once and we went back. We did what? We tried tweeting at somebody who wasn't Elon Musk what? before. Oh yeah. <clears throat> did they respond negatively? No, it just wasn't very exciting anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with that, I'm calling the council meeting adjourned. Thank you for listening. Re-record this podcast welcome. live on Tuesday nights.
if you liked what you saw and want to check out all of our past episodes, you can look us up, CouncilCast on YouTube, or go to CouncilCast.org. You can also find us on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher by searching for CouncilCast. And if you have a topic you would like the Council's decision on, you can email us at CouncilCast at gmail.com or connect with us on Twitter at RealCouncilCast. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.